0: From the Gotham Podcast Studio, it is episode 86 of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Dexter Henry Brian Fonseca here yeah. with you. Brian is in a pretty good mood, a lot of stuff going on. We are in early July and we've got a lot of stuff going on. But one of the things that Brian had been anticipating very highly this year, and if you know, watch this podcast, you know he's a big fan of Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> And Freddie Gibbs, I am not as big a fan as Freddie Gibbs. And that's no shade to Freddie Gibbs. And I will get into why and explain this. Mm-hmm. But Ryan had been anticipating the Bandana Project. Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib, producer, if you do not know, uh, dropping. Ryan, as usual, was excited.
1: I, upon this album being I'm underselling released, it right now. Let me just say that. I was not. Oh, I was, knew you were going to sell it. When listen, you spoke. Bro, I was hype. Like, really hype. Because Too hype. Here's the thing. I don't get hyped for albums, period, right? I don't really get hyped for albums like that. Not all the time, but like, for example, when I see The Lost Tapes 2 about to come out, maybe, sort of, I'm like, okay, cool. When I see Nazir, I'm like, Kanye's involved, so I'm not so hyped about it, right? (laughs) It's a little different. Now, when I see Freddie Gibbs with Currency, and they do Fetty from last year, I'm not super hyped, but I'm like, I'll listen to that, I'm looking forward to it, and I think it's going to be really good. It was. Um... When I but bandana is different because this is something that's been talked about for a long time. We're talking about multiple years since their previous collaboration, which was pinata. Yeah, pinata came out in 2014. We started hearing the rumblings about bandana. I want to say as early as 2017. Why is the album called bandana? That's something I've been wanting to know. <laughs> I don't. Why know. is
0: pinata pinata? Why is bandana bandana? <laughs> I'm probably not the person
1: to ask. <laughs> Like, I gotta look some digging into that I'm surprised nobody's asked that like, I, Maybe it has I haven't You know He, had, he didn't do a, a huge press run If that makes sense But I've been looking forward to this Just because of how good the first one was Like we have a predecessor We have something of reference Right We have something that we could point to And be like yo that's a classic right. A lot of people say that Pinata is an underground classic I would agree It was one of the best albums That came out that year As far as like critical now, I, listen, I listened
0: to it And I thought it was good
1: as far as critical acclaim goes, yeah. though, like it, it's 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 what he's known for in terms of his best work. Mm-hmm. But bro, this album, listen, I, first bandana dropped the song bandana right or was it flat tummy I I don't remember which one was first, but it was flat tummy t. It was bandana bandana, which was not on the project, which surprised me because it's called bandana. It was a really good song, right? And I love that song, uh, and. Yeah, it's, it gets me really intense. But you got bandana, <laughs> you got flat As if tummy t, the then you have crime pays, and then you have Giannis, right? And when I hear those, when I see that three of those four were on the track list that came out a few days before, and then there's also, and we don't really get hype off of guest list up here, but when you see, I do when they're good. Yeah, but yeah, but when you see Pusha T and Killer Mike on the same song, and then you see Black Thought. And most death, and Bay, on the same song. And then you also still have Anderson Pack, right? Yep. So, and then you hear things like these are beats that were originally the sense of Kanye, and Freddie Gibbs basically took them, <laughs> which sounds like something Freddie Gibbs would do, snatched them. <laughs> And then you hear the product, and it's it's 15 songs, and it's 46 minutes, only one skit, and it's the intro, which is like 30 seconds, which is actually pretty hilarious. <laughs> yes. There's also another skit that's pretty funny in there, Yeah, it's, it's 45 seconds and 45 minutes. It's 45 minutes. It's three-minute songs, and it's just it's so cohesive. It's his best body of work. I'm willing to say that it's going to be a classic. It's going to be thought of as a classic. Pitchfork already gave it a good rating, and you know how they are with ratings. Bitch gave it an eight point one or whatever it is. I think it's it better than that. I think it,
0: that's that's kinda where I oh let me tell you bit. So I had forgotten that the album dropped until you texted me Friday morning. What did uh, I say? That, that it dropped. You just texted me, it was like you listened to it and you told me whatever it was. Oh and I forgot I, th-
1: I thought it was one of my all caps texts.
0: Yeah, I forgot what <laughs> I, I was doing something Friday. Oh.
1: I, I didn't was, listen to it Thursday night, by the oh, way, yeah, when it came I, out. Yeah, I yeah. went to sleep. I was like, no, 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 because if I listen to it, I'm going to be up till 3 a.m. just repeating. Yeah, it. I
0: had flown back <laughs> in from DC, and I just think I just passed out, so I didn't listen to it. So Friday morning, I had to work, and then I, I think I got, I was do, running some errands, and God I sucks. actually got to listen to it, and I listened to it in kind of two separate listenings, listenings around doing stuff, mm-hmm. and I was just like, man, yo, these beats are really good, and give, and Freddie Gibbs is rapping. Full disclosure as people as I mentioned before I am not the Freddie Gibbs fan that Brian is I haven't liked some of the other projects that I listened to I did not like the Freddie project I did not care from that I did like Piñata that was the one thing and I listened to some of what is it Shadow of a uh,
1: Shadow of a Adel- Doubt and, Adel- and You Only Live Twice
0: was only the- You that- Only Live Twice I liked that EP I did like half of the tracks on there so I did you like that you didn't listen to
1: Freddie did you because you would like that. That's Alchemist production.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I think because I don't really care for currency, currency. but like I didn't Cur- listen to Cur- it. Currency did
1: his thing on that. Yeah, show
0: too. Um, you should listen to Woody Oh, and Moore.
1: I did also. So I
0: listened, I went and listened to a couple stuff. I did enjoy the Static Selected EP that he had. Oh, yeah, from 2011. That I, that I actually. OG really, Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, that Still I. Still re- selling
1: crack Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> that,
0: that I really liked. Um, maybe because I also I'm really fond of Static Selective Production. Oh, yeah. But this Madlib production, I did like Piana. I didn't. I think this is. I will say to you, I do think this is better than Piana. I agree. It's more cohesive. I think the beats are even better. I thought the beats stood out more in Pinata mm-hmm. in terms of against his rapping. But here, I think they mesh perfectly. He really did a good job in the beats. The song with Pusha T, Palm Olive. woo. That's up there as one of my hip hop songs of the year already. Yo, and so it's is Giannis. Really for good. Me. Giannis is up there. I mean. And
1: probably the most definitely Gibbs, Gibbs did his thing,
0: <laughs> thoughts, and right. an education with most and Black Thought. Yeah, everybody ripped it, including Gibbs on the last verse. Um,
1: Practice was really. Practice <laughs> is a
0: really good song. <laughs> Cataracts is a really good song. This is the album. I give the album. I think it's really strong. I you know I I do the out of five or sometimes out of ten rating. I have it at like the eight out of ten. I think Pitchfork is right on point with that. I think it's strong. I, I think it's good. I don't yeah. think it's. I have to sit with it more. The songs I really like, Palmolive and Cataracts and Education. I'm really bumping all over over again. It's a really good album and a really good project from Gibbs, who I think thought was always a talented rapper. I kind of wanted to see him more with some production I liked over a longer period. I think this is what I, I, I when he does. He does. He's versatile. He gets on a lot of stuff. Yeah. I think because this is very soulful. It's kind of not with the trap beats. I thought this worked. I thought this was good. I think it's one of the better hip hop albums I've heard this year. There haven't been that many good hip
1: hop albums this year. I think it's the album of the year. So far. Um, in, in terms, terms of hip hop, yeah, I, I haven't like, heard anything really better. And Anderson Pack is probably like maybe the album album of the year. I'm not yeah, sure. I, I would like, for like, me evaluate that, but it's up there. But I'm, he's not hip hop. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. th- he's in a different. He
0: lane. Uh, well, especially in the, I would say the album he put out before Oxnard was more hip hop than Ventura. Yeah, what he did um, on Giannis is. Probably more hip-hop. Yeah, and he has the ability to go into that space. Yes. I think this is – my right now, if I had to put a hip-hop album to year, it probably would be – it's very close to this album, so I could go either way. It's either this or it's uh, (laughs) Not Swimming But Drowning by Laurel Carter, UK rapper who made my top four. The first time we did our hip-hop awards. Mm. That, I think, is really good. Um, it's really tough. I think both the albums are at the same level. but mine, right? Yeah. yeah. But I was impressed. I'm here to say that. I know this is shocking people for having me, seen me laugh at you on this podcast. I am here for the Gibbs for, uh, I was going to call it Pinata, Bandana. Bandana. It's a really good album. It's really good, man. I was actually impressed with it. Not it's disappointed enjoyable, at all. It's an enjoyable listen. And I hope, you know, I mean, look, Gibbs is an independent artist. We're happy to see independent artists do well. I hope people uh listen to it and will support it. But yeah, I, it was a good project.
1: Now I find what I love is that he also didn't care that Chris Brown was dropping the same day. He didn't care that Daniel Caesar was dropping the same day. Yeah. DJ Mustard. Like he and, and and then Chance the Rapper, you know, his 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 acid rap, it go, it goes on streaming platforms. Like he just didn't care. Oh. He dropped it out. And I think that worked for him also uh because it made him stand out. Right, because now you see what the project is, right? You see all the acclaim that it's getting on Twitter, because Twitter is already saying it was album of the year. Twitter could be hype beastie or whatever. I think it can. But, but I, think so I don't. I, I, you know, I think you know
0: when something's good. I'm I'm gonna yeah, sit with it a little more. It's one but. of
1: those things where, and that's what it is. It's a little easier this year because I haven't heard I haven't heard anything where right away I'm like, oh man, like this is dope. Yeah. Outside of maybe Anderson Pack, I like Lil Sims' album. I thought Denzel Curry's album was pretty good. I actually like Denzel Curry if you don't know. But it wasn't it wasn't this. It wasn't this. Like if you're <laughs> the yo, Brian hype is on
0: uh, on like ten. But it's objective though. It's really objective. Can you be objective with Freddie Gibbs?
1: Yes, because I have told you before, you said you didn't care that much about Freddie. And with Freddie, I'm like, nah, th- th- there are some all. songs on Freddie that I love, but for the most part, I mean, you know, just seven out of ten. This is
0: a good project. It's more in the listening to what I want to do. I, I and I and I thought from what I had previously listened to with Gibbs I thought there was some more diversity in subject matter in this right, album that's what which I was is I think say. what makes it for me I thought he had some really good songs introspective like Practice and you know I thought that I think there were things that were better it was probably the most introspective I felt like I heard him since You Only Live, you Only Live Twice, Twice mm-hmm. where I was impressed with some of the introspective and in some of those songs so I think he's got the ability to be a really good rapper. He is a really good rapper. He can rap. He can rap his ass off. But you mean an overall artist. Yeah, and put together, I think, projects. Yeah, Yeah. put together project stronger. But, you know, I think I always like about him that he doesn't take himself too seriously. And that's why you can't put out a project like Freddie. Um, But, you know, the features are good. Didn't OD with the features. Didn't OD with the length of the tracks. It's a very smooth listen. It was perfect. Um, I could cut out a couple of tracks, but I'm nitpicking there. It's a very smooth listen, 15 tracks, easy. One of the tracks is a 30 second skit, like you said. Yeah.
1: I haven't skipped, like, in list- I've listened to it probably five times now straight through. Four yeah. or five times straight through. I haven't skipped. I haven't skipped a song. So you've got There it. have been songs that I've replayed, though. Like, I've replayed Half Man, Half Cocaine. I replayed Freestyle Ish. I replayed Crime Pays, uh, Palom Olive, Flat Tummy. T- well, I heard that when that was already out, Giannis. Uh, Practice. Education. Production's great on all those songs, man. So, right. It's really it's a, re- And you know what I love about it, too, is the sequencing. Like, when you listen to Freestyle-ish, that is the song that you should have first- are, you yeah know, it's a good start for the, the album Yeah Like there's not There's no drums You know what I'm saying But like, see
0: I think A lot of that comes with This is why I'm a fan Of people working With one producer When there's a chemistry there These are the things That a producer Is going to guide you Through in and talking About the sequencing And all that stuff four, four, four. And that Yeah that comes through Sometimes I'm, I start as older I get I enjoy some of these Albums more Where people work With one producer And just lock in or you gotta get a good team, maybe two or three producers mm-hmm. that kind of fit a sound. That's also where I see a good thing. You don't sometimes
1: people go for seven, eight, nine producers. It's like too much. And this is where Matt lived. Matt lived to that point outdone himself. Because in Pinata, a lot of the beats were great and also, you know, similar vibe that you get from them. And Half Man, Half Cocaine, there's a trap. But in it the, works. Yes. And and in that song and in other songs, he's switching beats mid song. You yeah. know what I mean? And Freddie Gibbs is just going like a flat tummy tee, there's a beat change and it just continues oh uh, there's another song that 's escaping me, maybe Goddamn i don't remember, but there are other yeah, songs. yeah yeah, 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 there's other songs where there's beat changes, and then Mad Lib has some trap elements in it like I it's feel really good. There are some songs that sound gruffer than others, they don 't sound as polished and it works, like the most deaf and uh, uh um like the most deaf and uh black almost like right. they all were rapping
0: through a phone, and I kind of like that yeah hopefully.
1: exactly exactly and I heard Parks explaining this on the Joe button in podcast he 's like they meant to do that, like yeah, you don't you 're not adding stems yeah. or something like that, like the way Mad Lib is doing it. It's meant to sound like that and that's not to, that's not a cop-out to be like oh nah. why wasn't the quality like no some music is meant to sound like that there's a reason why 36 chambers is you know gets the acclaim that it does you know, it's
0: fun, It's funny you it's funny you bring that up because we were talking i was talking about the album my boy the other day we both were talking about he started doing it i plan to do this for a year i'm gonna actually start um i'm not really big into collecting things but i'm gonna start a vinyl collection and I want to get some jazz and hip hop albums and stuff in other genres that I like that warmer analog gritty sound. There's certain music that it just sounds better with that. Um, mm-hmm. Like Anderson Pox Ventura is something I really want to like sit and listen to on vinyl uh, because of the way that album is. So, like, yeah, when people they, they're trying to get that that sound and you don't know if they even recorded it in an analog state instead of digital, I enjoy that. You got it. That's what good producers can do when mixing it and different things on the album. So. I enjoyed it. Now, the question for you is mm. this came in the middle of the year for you. You're already saying it's your hip hop album of the year. So far, yeah. So objectively, far. Which is fine. Look, totally objectively. This, this so has far. not been a great year for hip hop in but terms of albums. That's the
1: thing. Where's the competition for this?
0: So, yeah, like I said, I've probably heard one thing that even really is up par with this, in my opinion, in terms of hip hop. Uh, does this kind of disappoint you now for the rest
1: of the year? Are you looking for anything
0: else better? Are you on your uh,
1: Dandana high? I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not listening to anything else for for probably a little while. But that's also by virtue of like, yo. If if the dream. If the Dreamville stuff came out this weekend, I probably would have gotten around to that by now. But that's a project that I'm actually looking forward to. That I think is going to be pretty good. The yeah, I, I actually think it's going to be pretty good. And I, it's funny you turn this into that. I like the
0: uh, Down Bad thing. I've been playing that a lot. Uh, It knocks well My daughter's been enjoying that too
1: I'm looking Um, looking up a list Of some other albums That are supposed to come out I have no idea What else is coming out And I did just remember this So in a couple weeks Or a week and a half From when this episode is out We're supposed to get Big Crit. And that I'm looking forward oh, to. Oh, I forgot about Crypt that. Chris here. That I'm looking forward to because Big Chris' last have... album was arguably his best album. Oh, we, we both love that up here. Speaking of him, there's something
0: else that's coming out, and I found it out via him. He produced the first single for Joel Ortiz's album, which will be called Monday. That is coming out on in the end of August, one of the last things on August. Okay. And the song is really good.
1: Did you, hear, did you hear the other Joel Ortiz song, though? What's it called? Oh, the
0: one you sent me off of the uh, little EP you did. <laughs> That I, I, you nobody said, played it on his podcast. He was dying. I like, meant to. I meant to tell you. You sent it to me, and I, I didn't watched know the video. It was him. And I was just like, Nah. Yeah, he's, he's, but it's he's kind having of a fun. jokey he's song. Having fun. But this, but this album, the first single he did, I forgot the name of it, it. escaped me right now. But he did it. Crits on the hook, and he produced it. it Ooh, yeah. As well as he's anchored on the hook. Yeah, Ooh, and production. Yes, Crit doesn't rap. But he's on the hook. It, he, it's a really song, good song and an interesting song to put out as the first single. He talks about his um, not being there as much as he wanted to being a rapper for his sons. Okay. It's a really actually good song. Joel Ortiz seems to be in the space and I want to applaud him. This is why I want to say this. Hmm. And where he, and I feel like Royce did this last year too. Hmm. Some of these dudes are embracing mature rap and talking about the things Around him in their life And getting more introspective And Joel Ortiz did that we, we, One of our best, favorite albums Of last year um, That he did with Apollo Brown He seems like he's doing it again in this album Another thing I see Is he's working like Three producers Crit produced The Heat Makers Who did a lot of great production On Jim Jones, well, Jim last Jones. Album. Yeah
1: and that was a good album too um, Bandana's better But that's oh, one of the I do
0: Jim Jones album That's one of the
1: better albums That came out this year too
0: Yeah and um, I forgot The other producer Oh Apollo Brown Did some of the production Okay on yeah and album
1: They too. they just had a great That was in our top fives Yeah Joel Ortiz But and Apollo, Apollo Brown's gonna be Doing some production. on his. Okay, so there, I
0: forgot about Crit. There are some things I'm looking forward to then.
1: Then uh, the the week after July 19th, apparently, uh, Murs and Ninth Wonder are dropping a collaboration. another one. Yeah, the second. I uh, like Murs and Ninth Wonder collaborations. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Murs fan, so I'm looking forward to that. And I love Ninth Wonder. He's in my That's, top five producers ever. I'm fine ever, with that. Ever. Uh, and then other than that, you, you got Chance the Rapper at some point it's about to drop. Yeah. Uh, E40. But there's some other Didn't projects. did E40 just drop an album? Yeah. He literally just dropped one a
0: couple weeks ago. Whatever. Those are um, the finals.
1: And then there's other projects that we don't know when they're going to drop and they're kind of just going to come Lost Tapes out. 2. So Lost Tapes 2 is the, top of, is the top for me along with the Dreamville project, but Lost Tapes 2 above that in terms of things that I'm looking Boy, forward the to. What a Kendrick album is coming out. Maybe, maybe the fall off for J. Cole. Uh, Kendrick. Yeah, it's been two years because last year he just did the, um, Black the, the Black Panther soundtrack and the year before, which is not Damn. really his album, but it's kind of like a compilation. I kind. don't count his album. Yeah, me neither. Um, what else you got? Master P and Young Jeezy? What? Common's working on something Birdman I read the other day. and Juvenile? Day. What are these collabs? Cardi the Birdman Juvenile knew about that. Cardi
0: B. Oh, Sky Zoo and Pete Rock.
1: Oh, we forgot about that, bro.
0: He said that's coming soon. Yeah, yeah, be, yeah. I think it's
1: yeah. Uh, so, that, that, so okay, th- those are my top three. that I'm I do going like to. the name of that album, Retro Politan. No order. Retro Politan, Lost Tapes Two, and the Dreamville Project. Because I don't, know, no, I, don't, do I, don't I don't know if we're getting the Fall Off this year. The J Cole album. I don't know if we are. I could see it late. I think we'll probably get Dreamville, and he'll wait till probably next year to do the Fall Off, and hopefully we'll we have Kendrick at some point. Um, Joey, Joey, badass, another one. Is it's he coming. supposed to drop something? He
0: put out a video, a couple months ago, where he played some songs off the, off the off the upcoming album. It was in certain things in this video he did. There was this one song if you watch it. It was like a it was about him touring with Pro Era, and because you know they just dropped that the Beast Coast album. Yeah. Um. I have to get. Speaking of that, there's an album I got into recently that was underrated to drop last year. But anyway, he had a song where he has the Roy Ayers "Sunshine" sample underneath it, and it sounded fantastic. So I'm waiting to hear the full version of that song. Speaking of Beast Coast, I went back and listened to an album that dropped late last year that was totally under my radar, but it's from a Flatbush-based group, uh, the Underachievers, who I got into kind of around the same time as Pro Era, but they really haven't impressed me since their second mixtape. But this is the album they have called "After the Rain," mm-hmm. and it's really good. It kind of talks a lot about like depression and positivity. And they're usually on their psychedelic drug rap, but this is very different for them. But the production was really good and fresh, and I liked it. And it, I probably would have had it as an honorable mention for last year. I don't think it would have crapped the top five. Mm, yeah. But it's a solid album, um, so I was really impressed. I've been actually listening to that a lot lately. So other than that, yeah,
1: other than that, it's uh, there, there ain't much else. Earth Gang, do you like Earth Gang? No, eh, not really. <laughs> Oh, uh, they have a couple of joints I like, but they're supposed to be dropping something. And Drake is, you know, that, working on that's something, something. that people expect. Um, and I expected in the summer. I was hoping we get Rihanna this summer, so we'll see what well, happens. Well, Rihanna with that. was
0: supposed to do a reggae album that I've been waiting on for years. Rihanna, She's we been need busy, to, you know, making you know, like billions of dollars. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that, sister. So, Rihanna. Yeah, yeah. So ain't nothing wrong with that.
1: All right. Well, hopefully, hip hop, wake up, 2019. We need you to wake yeah. up, please. But bandana. I'm I'm very I'm very satisfied. We know and you are. Freddie Gibbs doesn't need to do anything for the rest of the year except tour. And when he comes to New York, I'm trying to get out. Which there. will be your first concert? Yeah, amazing. I mean, enough. I've seen Ice Cube live. I've seen Nas live. Those weren't they weren't. But concerts. there were like NBA games. That nah, doesn't count. Big three of Nah. Doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't count. I've seen like I've seen some acts. I, mean, I haven't gone to a like a. a concert Freddie Gibbs will be like your that. first one. I, I, I said I almost went to Freddie, but I was. I was busy. I could have still gone, but I was like, I'm going to wait till Bandana drops. And now that Bandana's dropped, I know he's going to tour New York. He always comes out here. New York. Oh, yeah, of course. Of so, course he's going to. It's when, He used to live in Harlem, so you know what I'm saying? Yep. He's, he's always going to come back. Yep. That I'm going to, and I'm bringing you with me. We're going. I'll be there. We're going as a show. Bandana show. It ain't hard to
0: tell where to get the latest merchandise from Backpack Broadcasting. Gear is now available via T Public. Visit the Backpack Broadcasting T Public online store to get shirts, hoodies, mugs, and phone cases. Represent your favorite Backpack Broadcasting shows, including the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, and of course, the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Check out the special offers for our podcast listeners at http colon backslash backslash t.pub backslash l-i-c backslash backpack. Get in the game with your official backpack broadcasting here today. We talked about on our last podcast, which we did, the uh, live podcast, where we had our guys, Jamal Murphy, Gerard Hector. We talked a lot about the NBA. Um, NBA free agency has just been absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. More stuff coming down. Jimmy Butler, not staying in Philly sign and trade to Miami
1: still details yeah. of that we're going to um, give you 5 minutes of this cuz a lot is going to change from the time we recorded this to when yeah, this so comes we're yeah so we're not going to go as Well, Goran Doncic just got traded to Dallas so yeah didn't even see that yeah so that That's is a happening. lot of uh, it was been a lot it was a flurry he's with uh, he's moves. with he's uh he's Slovenian like uh Luka Doncic and they have the same age they got them. a a little European trio there yeah i mean and he, good people people jokingly on twitter called them the Magavrix or however no, that goes, don't, no. I'm not doing that with Dallas because no. Mark Cuban is really not that dude. No. Uh, but. No. I'm going
0: to boo them for that. Yeah. Boo, just, no, that's corny. Yeah. No.
1: I, I, but but I will say this. I think that's a it's a good big three. It's an interesting big three. It's a really good Luka big Danches three. Luka Doncic takes another step, and I think he could. I think he could be one of these dudes that averages 25-7-7 <laughs> soon.
0: I just, saw prob- I just saw probably, I'm going to have to retweet this because probably my favorite tweet of free agency I just saw. Really? uh howard beck with the tweet he said like biggest howard winner teams. of free agency uh, howard beck friend of the podcast been on here twice sure we'll have him on before the nba season again yeah uh biggest winner of free agency tampering <laughs> <laughs> yo he's so right you know why he's right how many deals were reported to have been finalized like right after 601 before it was done like this was one of the craziest years because you had Woj and pretty much woge tweeting out stuff Friday! Like, Friday there was stuff coming down that... Friday. You know, the Friday before uh, it started on Sunday.
1: Before that, Kyrie and and, and the Nets, that was kind in of a lockstep length. for over... since before the draft. It's like the worst kept secret. It's like two weeks away. How many people are out here snitching, though? <laughs> With this news? Like, there's so
0: many people snitching, y'all can't keep these secrets? Listen, man. Y'all, like, like, really. I, I think about that sometimes. There's a little bit too much snitching going on. Like, it kind of, I don't want to say a- it took. A- part of it is the thirst that we've mentioned this. The thirst that we just had. Do you for think nerves? it took the steam out of, because some of the stuff like before Sunday at 6 p.m. of free agency, we knew that Kyrie. Durant. We knew about Durant. We knew about Durant, right? We knew Durant about an hour before. We knew about Kyrie. We knew about uh, yeah. Kemba going to Boston. Uh-huh. Do you think it took some of the steam out
1: of free agency? A lot of stuff happened on Sunday. It did. Just, I mean, shoot. It's like, I mean, look. If we could redo our live pod, maybe we start at four instead of six. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we started like at six. And it was we, like and then we don't go home so late on Sunday night. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe, maybe that's that's what it is. And even with the draft, I, it kind of spoils that too, because you have woes and everyone else. You know what's crazy. Draft picks I, ahead I, of you draft. know what's crazy?
0: I've gotten used to that. And it actually this was the first year, the first year of the NBA draft. And it had a lot to do because I was busy, I was coming from work. I did not watch one second of the draft. I didn't I watch barely, anything in the draft. I barely did. I followed it all on my phone through Woj. I actually was out I, I was sitting, I was sitting in the barbershop and I could have put it on YouTube TV on my phone. Yeah. And I decided to I think I decided to watch something else I was watching like another episode of Handmaid's Tale or something and just follow the alerts on my other phone.
1: I was working that night at the Nest practice facility. I had my back turned to the TV. Because I was just looking on my phone and seeing who gets picked and, you know, doing the analysis on Twitter I, and working and didn't stuff know, like that. I, think, I, didn't, I barely turned and looked at the screen. when I, watched, I was sitting next to Gerard. When I was watching it, I think I, I would see how
0: that's being annoying. But on days when you're not watching or you're around, it's good. I was getting all these. And there were so many trades. So it was fantastic. But, no, you know what? Howard Beck's right. Tampering definitely was going on Mm -hmm. all the time. There's nothing you can do about it if those people complain. Who cares? I don't care anything about the tampering. I think it's funny that we try to act like it doesn't exist. Yeah. But I can care absolutely less. The amount of moves that went down Sunday that um, are going on, the way teams have shifted, uh, the winners and losers, we talked about that in the last podcast. Look, it's just a good time, man. And Look, now, and now we got summer league. And let's
1: end this here. But do you think that they should flip this? Yeah, I, oh, I'm a big flip, bit, oh, yeah, flip yeah, yeah, yeah. the free agency before well, the first,
0: draft. Well, first of all, a couple of things. One, and we'll get into this in another podcast. Like the way. NFL does
1: it that way. Yeah, we, yeah. We'll,
0: we'll get we'll get into this in another podcast. One, we need to get rid of the draft. That's number one. Well, I think yeah. the draft is an antiquated yeah. model that does not work. Yeah. That's one. Yeah. Two, if you're going to have the draft, free agency should be for the draft because it makes sense for teams to fill their needs through free agency and then draft. It's kind of ridiculous that we do it the other way. It just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see that flipped if you're going to keep the draft. I mean, obviously, in a perfect world, I'd love that you get away, get rid of the draft. And I could get into that another time. And I think we will. We're going to try to get a guest up here to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But – that is and we'll get into that in a deeper dive in, you know, economics and sports. And I think that'll be a really good thing to talk about. But yeah, I, I definitely think it's time to flip it at least in that way. It just makes more sense. You know, you slot in your rookies that you're trying to get after you've done everything you can in free agency.
1: But you know the way the way people do it is they just and we were talking about this before. People just like things the way they've always been. It's did. lazy thinking. It's, it is. And you're okay with the status quo. We have to evolve from that. Yeah, so, you, like yeah. The draft is literally unethical. And we've just always done it so it continues to be done that way. Um, there's, there's just a more effective way to get players into the next level than, than having them drafted. I agree. All, All right, right. We'll, leave, we'll leave it do, on that. And I'll wrap let's it up. Do numbers. numbers 86. Real quick. We have Antonio Freeman. That's a good ah, nice to start. That's a good one. But it's gonna get better. And I think you're gonna pick this guy, Heinz Ward. Who I right,
0: Heinz Ward, good guy. Met him while I was a uh, student at University of Pittsburgh. Nice guy.
1: We got a few other good ones, but it's probably gonna be Heinz Ward. We got uh Buck Buchanan, or it could be however. Uh it doesn't matter. It's gonna be Heinz Ward. Stanley Morgan, uh la, 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 la. You don't it? know, you might uh Jake Reed, Todd Heap, Todd Heap. Todd Heap was a good title. Dennis to Northcutt, Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. Or Rhonda Gadsden, who I like. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: And uh, that's about it. You weren't going to go with, like, 86 for the last time the Mets won a World Series?
1: They don't deserve that right now.
0: No. we that <laughs> That is for
1: another podcast, and we are going to get into that because I am not happy with that team. When free agency dies down, probably towards the end of the month, during the All-Star break, perhaps? Yep. Might be some baseball.
0: We'll have to get into some baseball. All right, that's it for episode 86 of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast from the Gotham Podcast Studio. Uh, Please continue to subscribe uh, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, all the other platforms, Spotify, all the platforms you listen to us on. Uh, Be sure to support all of our great content. Season 3 of the Sports Walk is out now Uh, we're coming up on our three episodes through that we've been already so a couple more great guests to come through on there also continue to support us on Patreon Uh, that's it for this episode special thank you to our producer Matt who's holding it down doing everything uh, making sure the audio and everything sounds right Uh, for Brian and Dexter Free Agency is Madness Summer League is here and Bandana's the album of the year that rhymed yo bars we put together bars All right, that's it for the A Hard Tell podcast until next time y'all Peace.